Mother's Day, and being uh, called on to speak on Mother's Day, we would be naturally remiss if we didn't talk about mothers. So did some looking this week, and in, in the spirit of the seriousness of motherhood, we have a special song for you mothers to play. So here it is, moms. Every day you keep me safe and warm and loved and fed But today's your special day, it was my turn instead So I got up at 5 a.m., I've been working hard since then Some things I didn't get quite right, next year I'll try again Just for you I did my best to cut my own hair Some places came out pretty good and some are kind of bare I washed all your nicest clothes but the washer wasn't free so I used the dishwasher, pretty smart of me. Remember, no one's perfect, every kid has faults. Remember, it's the thought that counts more than the results. My heart was in the right place, even though I did it wrong. It was all to say on Mother's Day, my love for you is strong. I vacuumed really quietly, I didn't use the power. I cleaned your dirty iPad screen, I held it in the shower I painted all the ceilings, it was easy with the mop Now the carpet's painted too with cool rainbow drops I answered all your work emails with just leave me alone And we gave a prince from Scandinavia alone I watered all the houseplants with the garden hose I forgot to turn it off, sometimes that's how it goes Remember, no one's perfect, every kid has faults Remember, it's the thought that counts more than the results My heart was in the right place, even though I did it wrong It was all to say on Mother's Day, my love for you is strong Your car shiny inside and out with lots of olive oil Who knew that oatmeal sweaters up so high and far on boil I tried to make you orange juice, but I spilled it on the floor I tried to fry you bacon, we don't have a stove no more Since you can't really cook this week, I called the pizza place I emptied out the fridge and freezer so there's enough space They should be here anytime, two dozen pizza pies I paid with your credit card, I hope that you're surprised Remember, no one's perfect Every kid has faults Remember it's the thought that counts More than the results My heart was in the right place Even though I did it wrong It was all to say on Mother's Day My love for you is strong My heart was in the right place Even though I did it wrong It was all to say on Mother's Day My love for you is strong It was all to say on Mother's Day My love for you is strong A lot of you could identify with a lot of that stuff. Pressures today on moms in our society are different than they have been in the past and probably, I think, greater than they have been in the past 
because of our success-oriented society. Uh, if, you, if you think about ladies, <clears throat> some of you, a lot of you, who work outside the home, and we'll talk about stay-at-home moms in a minute. I, I hate that phrase, but we'll, we'll get there. Girls, ladies, you're, you're expected to have a successful career, keep the house spotless, raise perfect children, be a great cook, look like a model, be charming hostess, and a great conversationalist. No pressure, girls. No pressure at all. I found this poem, a motherhood poem. Now, it is dated a little bit, but, but there is, like I said, we'll get to the stay-at-home mom thing in a minute. And this apparently was written about moms who, who work at home. She cooked the breakfast, first of all, washed the cups and plates, dressed the children, and made sure the stockings were all mates. She combed their hair and made their beds and sent them out to play, gathered up their motley toils and put some toys and put some books away, dusted chairs and mopped the stairs, ironed an hour or two, baked a jar of cookies and a pie, then made a pot of stew. The telephone rang constantly, the doorbell did the same, a youngster fell and stubbed his toe and then the laundry came. She picked up blocks and mended socks and polished up the stove. And when her husband came at six, he said, I envy you. It must be nice to sit at home without a thing to do. <laughs> Dumb guy. <laughs> Probably this week, you went out and purchased, if there is a, 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 a female in your life, you probably went out and purchased a Mother's Day card. Now, for all of you who just now went, oh, nuts, Dollar General's still open. And they still have cards for a buck apiece, so you're, you're, you're good to go. Most Mother's Day cards have obviously a little message printed inside. And probably if you've picked one out, you took some care to find one that had a message that related to your particular person that you were giving the card to. Uh, it's important what's written in a Mother's Day card. And if you picked a religious one, it probably had a verse of scripture or something like that in there. Well, we're going we're gonna to look at God's card today. Because I submit to you this morning that God in his word has given you mothers a number of verses. And in fact, you get a Mother's Day card from God back there on the, on the table uh, which there are things for mothers. Uh, there's a Mother's Day card from God. So we're going we're gonna to give those out in a little bit. Amanda also has done something very special for Mother's Day. And we want to let her read her Mother's Day wishes uh, or Mother's Day feelings that she has. I always get really nervous being in front of a crowd, so I'll try to speak slow. <laughs> All right, Proverbs 31, 28. Everybody's heard it. They know it. Moms probably love it. <clears throat> Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. 
Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. This last Wednesday, I asked everybody that was here from fifth grade through our most mature adults to write down their favorite thing about mom. I consider myself still a very pretty young mom. My oldest is only 16 and my youngest is 11, so I'm a young mom and I love to hear things that other people appreciate about their moms so that I can be, therefore, a better mom because I fail every day, but that's okay because God forgives me for it. So I asked for everyone to put their names on them, but not everyone did because I didn't want to embarrass anyone. But these are some of the things that the people in our church appreciate, love, their favorite things about their moms. So some of us younger moms can pick up on some things, maybe if we want to, or just being the great moms that you are. All right, Sherry Umfress said that the, her favorite thing about her mother is that for 71 years, she has been her constant encourager and cheerleader, which most moms are that way. Emma said, Allender said, her favorite thing about her mom is her kindness and how well she takes care of all of them. She loves you, mom. Next one, she makes dinner and it's always really good. You can tell what's important to the kids, the food. And she's beautiful. This one makes everyone laugh. We love moms that make us laugh. My mom supports me in everything that I do. Eli said his mom taught his manners, which is awesome. Bo loves the food. Uh, Terry said, uh, growing up, mom would make a chocolate cake. And I've heard this story so many times I can recite it. She would start it up, get it made, put it in the oven, and it would be baking the whole time she would fix dinner. And then after they would eat, they would have an amazing chocolate cake, and you could smell it the whole entire time. I've had those chocolate cakes. They're amazing. Uh, Tate said his mom always cares. Uh, Jerry Wisely says that he's grateful that she taught him the ways of the Lord. She's very content with her life that God has given her. And that one's hard to do. Uh, nothing seemed to ruffle her. I'm assuming that's my Uncle Jerry. So I can't read the signature. Uh, Carson says that she always forgives him, even when he doesn't deserve it, which sometimes happens more often than not. Um, the way that she looks out for me, she's very giving. My favorite thing about my mom is her strength. As a single mother of two in the mid-70s, she would go without just to be sure that we had everything that we needed um, in a very hard economic time. Even now, she is still taking care of Becky and Belle, and even when she has her, had her hands full with Marvin, and that's from Sonny. And Patty put her favorite thing about her mom was that she was a Christian and she taught them well. Um, this is from one of the teenagers. She always tries her best for me. That was from Belle. Uh, her complete support of, of and faith in my father, me, and my siblings. Mom always seemed to be happy, no matter what the circumstances were. Uh, Rhonda says her mom made the best biscuits in the entire world. She made them every time that she asked for them, and she asked a lot. Uh, this one is unconditional love, and then mine to my mom is her forgiveness, because <laughs> I've done a lot that didn't deserve the forgiveness, so you see that runs in the family, because Carson said the same thing. He's mine. 
Uh, and Dennis said, Mom would take me on picnics behind our barn on some of the flat rocks, and he learned to love peanut butter on crackers with sweet pickles. <laughs> I don't think I could do that one. But anyway, last night, that last one reminded me, we had a picnic with Mom was our theme, um, had a lot of moms come out with their families. If you missed, if you missed these dinners, it's a, it's a shame because they are a lot of fun. Sometimes we have programs. Last night we just sat and talked, enjoyed being together, enjoyed being moms. Um, um, yeah, and it was good food if I say so myself. Thank you. And don't knock peanut butter on saltine crackers with sweet pickles until you try it. I ain't doing it. Oh man. That is cuisine, let me tell you. Okay, so we, we, we talk about the great things of motherhood. Let's talk about the, some of the tough things. Because let's face it, folks, I've never been a mother. I don't want to be a mother. God knew what he was doing when he made women mothers. Because if he'd have made men mothers, it'd have stopped with Cain and Abel right there. That'd have been all there was. You ever feel discouraged? Moms, do you ever feel discouraged? Motherhood is not for the weak. Uh, moms need a lot of encouragement, usually on a daily basis, and a lot of times they don't get it from our, the members of their household. The God's there. Those Mother's Day cards back there are going to have all of these scriptures in them for you to read when you feel certain ways. Here's what God says to you mothers when you feel discouraged. He says, do you not know, <clears throat> have you not heard that the Lord is everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth, he will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives you strength when you're weary and increases your power when you're weak. Even young people grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Listen to this part. I love this. <clears throat> and they will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And then he says in the next, ver next chapter, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. That's pretty good stuff. So when you feel like giving up, moms... <clears throat> don't. Grab that Mother's Day card from God and read what he says about being discouraged. Uh, and then you can be like the Apostle Paul and say, I can do all things through God who strengthens me. <clears throat> going to have a lot of scripture this week. Baron last week said he's going to talk a lot and not have much scripture. Well, I'm going to have a lot of scripture and not talk a lot. So here we go. This is coming from God. <clears throat> Moms, you ever get angry? <laughs> if you have never gotten angry at your children, you probably lie about other stuff too. <laughs> Here's what God says about anger. <clears throat> he says, in your anger, don't sin. Don't let the sun go down while you're angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Notice God doesn't say it's wrong to be angry. In fact, we look, we look at the New Testament, we see Jesus got angry a number of times. But God says that we need to control our anger. There's, there's a purpose for anger. Moms, you're supposed to be angry at times, I believe. If, if that kid is being disobedient, uh, disrespectful, insolent, 
it's time to be a little upset with them. And if you're not upset with them for acting like that, if you just let them go, then I don't think you're the kind of mom that God wants you to be because we need to be able to straighten these kids out. But he says, don't let the anger overcome you. Don't be controlled by your anger. He says, deal with your anger. Use it as a, an instructive thing, not a destructive thing. In fact, in Ephesians chapter 4, it says, get rid of all bitterness, anger, malice, rage. Be kind and compassionate, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Be imitators of God. And then in Proverbs 15, probably one of the toughest things when we are aggravated at our kids, it says, remember, a soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. So moms, when you feel angry, grab that card and read these, read these verses about anger. There's nothing wrong with anger as long as we're angry over the right things and channel it in the right direction. All right, what about when you need help? Moms, you ever feel like you're in this motherhood business alone? Dads, I'm sure we're great help most of the time, aren't we? I see mothers grinning everywhere now. Okay, so we, we get help sometimes from well-meaning husbands or brothers or sisters or male kids or whatever. But do you ever feel like you need more help than what you're getting? Proverbs chapter 3, he says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him because he'll make your paths straight. One of the things God is there for and his Holy Spirit is in us for is to help us. Help us. Uh, he's got lots of experience doing that. Read through the Bible at all the people he's had to help since the beginning of time. God's in the help business. He's got some words of encouragement in Psalm 32. He says, I will instruct you. I will teach you in the way which you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. So moms, God's there. He says, God is our refuge, our strength, a very present help in trouble. Wait for the Lord, he says in Psalms 27. Be strong. Let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. What's he saying? Don't give up. He said, God's there to help you. Philippians chapter 4, he says, My God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And then the last one, he says, Don't lose hope and heart in doing good, for in due times we'll reap if we don't grow weary. So what's he saying? Moms, hang on. Hang on. God's there. He won't abandon you when you feel like you're all by yourself or when you feel like you need help. Because sometimes we do feel alone. Do you ever feel like you're fighting the battle by yourself, Mom? Do you ever feel like in the middle of Walmart with kids hanging all over your shopping cart that you're still all alone? Probably you have. Here's what he says in Jeremiah 33. He says, call on me. I'll answer you. I'll show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Moms, you ever feel like you need great and mighty things when you're dealing with those little crumb crunchers? Yeah, lots of times. It's strange how we can feel it, be in the middle of a big crowd and still feel all alone at times. But he tells us, Jesus himself tells us in John chapter 14, he says, I'll not leave you. I'll not leave you comfortless. Comfortless, I'll come with you. And then in Hebrews 13, he says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. 
Remember what the very last thing Jesus told his disciples was before he left the earth? Remember what he said? I'm with you. How long? Always. Even to the end of the world. So we're not alone, moms. When you get that feeling that there ain't nobody there. Yes, there is. God's there. God's there. How about when you feel tired? Like I said at the beginning, you've got maybe two different types. You've got the mothers who work outside the home and then are still responsible for the home. But then you've got that stay-at-home mom who doesn't do anything like we read about in the poem. I got to reading some stuff that, about that. And probably those of you who are stay-at-home moms, if there's any here, when somebody says that, probably the first impulse you have is punch them in the nose and then either laugh or cry. So I got to read about stay-at-home moms, and I found a thing that talked about the functions, many of the functions of a stay-at-home mom. And you've probably seen something like this, but it's worth repeating again. Here we go. Various functions of, of stay-at-home moms. Chauffeur, gardener, family counselor, referee, maintenance worker, cleaning woman, housekeeper, cook, errand runner, bookkeeper, interior decorator, caterer, dietitian, secretary, hostess. Now that's just a, a non-comprehensive list, but that's just a lot of the things. Insure.com says that the, if you take the current salaries in today's society, Insure.com said that these salaries of the stuff that I've listed would be $68,875,000 a year. Now, salary.com said, uh-uh, that's way low. Salary.com says all those things would add up to $162,581 a year. So the next time somebody says, oh, you're a stay-at-home mom. You don't do anything, huh? Tell them you want a W-2 form next year on, on what all you've done. So, you know, when you say, oh, you, do you work? It don't matter if you work in a bank or you work in a house. You work. You work. And that's why mothers are so tired all the time, it seems like. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, Come unto you, all you that labor and are overburdened. Notice that word. What does he say? He says, I'll give you rest. I'll give you rest. You won't find rest hiding in a closet, even though you may have tried that. The rest comes from the Lord. God is our refuge in Psalm 46, our strength, a very present help in trouble. So, Mom, when you get at the end of that rope, what do they say? Tie a knot and hang on? Hang on to Jesus. Hang on to God. Because he's the one that says, that's where your rest is going to be. It's going to be in God. All right, just, just, just one more. When you're worried. Now, God's word says we're not supposed to worry. And we use a lot of different words. I'm not worried, I'm just concerned. Or I just care, or whatever. Okay, I'm sorry. Moms, moms worry. Maybe we're not supposed to, but we do. 
Philippians chapter 4, he says, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything in prayer and petition and thanksgiving, make your requests known to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. Notice that phrase. That's the important part of that, I believe. The peace of God, which transcends understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. When we're concerned about our kids, when we worry about them, even though we're not supposed to, God says he will provide a peace that goes beyond understanding. Goes beyond understanding. We can't comprehend that peace that God gives us when we ask him for it because it goes beyond human understanding. It says in 1 Peter, cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. Moms have broad shoulders, but those shoulders don't compare with the breadth of God's shoulders. And God says, I'll take care of things. You just call on me. So you don't have to worry, Mom. You probably will anyhow, but you don't, you don't have to because you got somebody who's eagerly waiting to, for you to unload on him, and that's God. Don't deny him the privilege of carrying your load. Okay, so what do we say in wrapping all this up? If you've got a Mother's Day card already, great. Maybe there's one waiting for you when you get home. Like I said, maybe Dollar General's still open for some of you guys. But even if you didn't get a physical Mother's Day card yet, you, you got one. It's in God's Word. He's written very personal messages to mothers. And like I said, I, I put all these on a Mother's Day card from God back there with the other items that are back there. So pick one of those up, and when you feel angry or worried or tired, look at those scriptures that are under that particular category and know that you've got a God in heaven that knows what it's like to be a mom. He knows what you're going through. I can think back, Amanda was talking about her mom needing to whack on her every once in a while or whatever. You know. my, my mom, bless her heart, I, I wish my mom was still alive so I could tell her, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry I was the kid that I was. Uh, but you moms are, you're great. And even though those kids don't necessarily appreciate it now, I was pretty sure by the age, I, by age 13 that my mom was going to beat me to death, that I'd never see adulthood. But now as I look back, I'm so thankful that she was that kind of mom. Uh, so all you kids that are getting beat on a daily basis or need to be getting beat on a daily basis, you'll thank your mom one of these days. I see moms looking at kids like, did you hear that? Did you, did you hear what, she, what he said? We appreciate moms. We appreciate what God said about moms and about all of us. So let's remember, moms, you're not alone. Uh, you can count on God. He asks you to give him the opportunity to be a parenting partner with you. We're going to sing an invitation song in a minute. Uh, we, we always try to, to have an invitation uh, every week. And as usually is mentioned, it's not Mundell's invitation, it's God's invitation. 
that if you've never accepted Jesus as your Savior, if you've never put on the blood of Christ, then you need to. And just cause the regular preacher is not here is no time to, to put it off if, if you need to accept Jesus. So we're going to stand, we're going to sing a song with the, the, the songs up there again. And if you have any need, we're going to ask you to come forward. Let's stand and let's sing.